Welcome to the John of All Trades Podcast, episode 292. I'm your host, John X. Thank you for joining us. Glad to have you back once again. And on this week's episode, man, one of my favorite new things, literally something I just discovered, I experienced it within the last month, it's the beer spa. Now, if you're anything like me, you've probably seen it here and there. Maybe the Westward, maybe the Denver Post, maybe Nine News. I don't know how much traditional media you're consuming, but I consume a lot. And I saw this a bunch of times. It also came up on my social feeds. And I thought, what is this? Let's check it out. And basically, it's a day spa, but beer themed. So there's a tap wall. There's a lot of beverages to choose from. It's not just beer. And then you go into your own private room. And it's either you or you and a partner, your couple, your mate, your official dude, your woman piece, whatever you call them, right? And there's an infrared sauna. There's a shower. And then there's a tub. And this is where you're bathing, not quite in beer. You're not sitting like in a vat of Coors Banquet or something, but you're sitting in a tub that has like a tea bag in it with a bunch of malt and barley and hops and other really good stuff that they're going to tell you about in this episode. And you hang out, you relax. It's amazing. Kristen and I went and did this and we go, man, we got to come back and do this again. So this week, I've got Jessica French and Damien Zuawi. They are the married couple whose brainchild this crazy idea is, and they tell me all about their journey. And it's a wild one. Literally, this is crazy when you listen to their story because they had this idea. They go, man, what are we doing? Are we sure? Is this really going to catch on in America? Do, do people know what a beer spot even is or what it does or what to expect? And literally, when they opened up the bookings, and I'm not going to tell you the exact statistic that they do because it's amazing how frequently and how quickly people were booking this. It's an insane number. But they were fully booked right on launch. Their website crashed a bunch of times, and people go, yes. You know what? As it turned out, I had a beer spa-shaped hole in my life that is now filled. Thank God. I felt the same way. As soon as I was able to book, I did. And so their tale of having to staff up really quickly, be on their toes, they're working crazy like 100-hour work weeks getting this thing going. And they're so dedicated. They're so friendly. I'll tell you, if I worked that much, I would be really, really grumpy. But these two have such good humor. They're such rays of sunshine. They're just purely delightful to talk to. And I tell you that not just from having done this episode, but having interacted with them at the beer spa itself. Damien was the one who showed us to our room. These two are all in on this concept, and I am all in for them because I loved my experience there. I cannot wait to go back, as I said, and I'm thrilled to bring this episode to you. So, couple of notes. You can find the beer spa at thebeerspa.com and on the social medias. It's at the beer spa. And you can find links to that if you can't remember it. They're right there in the show notes. So if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever, you can find them there. And as long as you're there, please leave us a rating and leave us a review. Hit that subscribe button. Brand new episodes will come directly to you. Or you can always visit johnofalltrades.us. That's the homepage. J-O-N of all trades.us. Like I said, this is episode 292. I have a lot of episodes over the previous seven years, and additionally, a lot of fun blog posts. Most recently, I've been doing my top five fun Friday lists. Those come out every Friday. Those are just pure goofiness, but I've gotten a lot of feedback, people telling me they like them. So I thought I'd just mention it here. So johnofalltrades.us, J-O-N of alltrades.us. Now then, let's dive in. I've got Jessica French and Damien Zuawi the co-founders of The Beer Spa here in Denver. You're going to love it. Let's learn more about it because their episode starts right now. Typically, like schedule-wise, we start on a Monday and end on a Sunday. Oh, um, but, You know, <laughs> but Monday to Monday more so. You know, it's never ending here. Um, But each day we really start the same. So we um, already have our schedule printed out for the day. 
Um, we have a team meeting with our employees. We talk about anything that went well or did not go well the day before, um, brief them on the upcoming appointments, which is pretty much fully booked every day. So not oh. much change there. And we, then, emphasis, we emphasis on, you know, what's happening in terms of anniversary, birthday, because we obviously really want to deliver a very personalized experience. So we, with the interactions we had on the phone or by emails, we kind of like brief them and make sure that they know what's coming up because we always want to be ready. We, there's no room here to not be ready. So, so we always make sure that staff is ready through that staff meeting as well. Yeah. And then we also have a sit down with our people and culture coordinator. So this is our first full time corporate employee. So she does not work on the floor. Um, her responsibility is employee engagement, employee satisfaction, um, and some HR responsibilities as well. And then some special projects, just things, you know, whatever things we throw at her. Um, and so we always sit down Monday morning and strategize for the week on more. Um, you know, high level strategy growth type of projects rather than, you know, the day to day operations, which we focus with on, on the team on the floor. Sure. So you guys are going seven days a week right now from when to when, yeah. how, how many, how many hours a day are you at right now? Oh, I would say between, uh, easily between 13 and 16 hours a day because seriously, uh, good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we come here. Usually, I always come here between 6.30 and 7 a.m. Uh, first customer, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, shows up at 8, uh, 9.30. And Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, shows up at 8.30, an hour earlier. So I, I like to be here at 7 because it's quiet. There is no one. I can really get things done in a certain way, in a productive manner. And we're home, back home. We live eight minutes from here. So we're back home between 11.30 and midnight. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Long days. <laughs> yes. Long days. That, that, uh, that doesn't leave room for much else. And so yeah. I, I had a guest on this show at one point who said, you know, there's an old cliche. If you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And he said, I take the opposite view where if you love what you do and you chase a dream and you achieve a dream, it is going to kill you very, very quickly. <laughs> Uh, at least from the sheer amount of work going and getting this thing up and running. I mean, we're still in the early stages. How long have you been open? So this Friday, I think, right, will be three months. Yeah. Yeah. This Friday will be three months. But this seven days a week has been going on for long before that. So we were heavily involved in the construction process. Like most startups, we were, you know, underfunded, very bootstrapped. Um, so we were working seven days a week as well from, you know, first thing when we wake up to when we physically could not work anymore, um, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. building cabinets and painting cabinets yeah. and installing partitions. I mean, a lot of what you see in the beer spa was done by our own hands. So, wow. so this has been going on for, for, I mean, at least a year, yeah, seven a days year a week. Stuff, yeah. And, you know, and, and of course, physically we're here, but the brain never stops, to be honest with you. You know, it's, it's, it's all about this just because, you know, we've got right now a team of 13 people. Uh, they're fully, uh, full time. Wow. So we've got as well that responsibility to make sure that, you know, they, they didn't say yes to us to then, tell them after a month or two, two weeks, like, well, uh, things are not working well. So the brain never stops, to be honest with you. Uh, but um, I think this is necessary right now to really get this uh, off the ground. We, we're still taxing now. We, we didn't take off yet. I believe that locally 99% of Denver doesn't know about the beer spa. Mm -hmm. uh, that's fair to say. Uh, and so we're still taxing. So we, and we're the pilot. So, uh, we're right now starting to work on hiring future people who have some skills management that we could think about having them as, you know, future, uh, being in the management where then they can be here while we can step back a tiny bit and, and focus on the big picture and the big yeah. stuff. But they got to have their pilot license first. So sure. now Jeff and I are the pilots. We got to make sure that we take off without too much turbulences. And then we'll make sure we have some co-pilots in the, in the cabin. Wow. Okay. So this is Damien Zuawi. 
and Jessica French. They are the co-founders of The Beer Spot, a place last weekend, as we record this, it was about nine days ago that I was in your establishment. And it's funny you say you think 99% of people in Denver don't aren't aware of The Beer Spot, but I was going to give you props for whoever did your rollout campaign. I saw this in so many places, like in places that I frequent online, whether it was newspapers or TV. I, I saw a bit on Nine News about it. That's where my wife saw it. I was going to surprise her with this, but she saw it. She goes, we should go there. And I go, I already booked it. Uh, <laughs> and she goes, did you? And I go, yep. And I showed it to her on the calendar. She goes, okay, well, great. That's perfect. I had a phenomenal time there. And so... One thing that stood out to me was, Damien, you know, you two are, as you said, the pilots, but you were so involved in the day-to-day, you personally took us to our room. You sent me a text message, like, the day before I was coming. There's so much client interaction, and as soon as I walked in, like a spa experience, I felt perfectly cared for. I go, this is everything that I hoped it was going to be and more. Is that intentional on your part to make sure that all of the systems are to your specifications and people can watch the way you do it. Yeah, yeah, that, that is a very good. So so um, let me tell you this. We are a customer service company before anything else. Uh, and we sell, on the business standpoint, we sell relaxation and good time. So coming from that point, like you should come, and we say in French, you should have your feet under the table when you come. And that's about it. There's no... Other things that should happen. You should have the best time ever. That's what we sell per. So, uh, from that point, it's very easy. Like, our focus should be on you. We have a system in place. We have a flow. We have everything, but our focus should be on you without being too much on you because you're here to relax and connect with your wife and make sure that you spend some time relaxing so there is um the, the people we have here we i spend a training it's it's a five days training uh the entire shift and i'm the one training them personally how to do it with my my style but i make sure that they keep their voice we're not building a cult here we're building a culture <laughs> yes but we're not not doing a we're not building a cult on damien on the, how he's doing it or jessica how, how she's doing it first of all i have a thick french accent so i'm not asking them to have a french take a thick accent when i'm uh, taking people to the room because sometimes they don't understand what i'm telling them uh but the idea is to truly show them that you are the focus and that you have no expectations. What the heck is a beer spa? Where are you to? I, I don't know where to go. This is a 3,500 square feet space. So I got to make sure that the, the, the my or customers are taking taking good care of. That's why we ask you 30 minutes before to check in. That's why I text you personally the day before, 24 hours. Some people think that this is a system. No, it's it's really us. Uh, we, we spend about an hour texting everyone, going through every single booking 24 hours before, making sure that we set expectations. And this is very helpful to actually build that first relationship and that personal connection with you, we know that this is your birthday. We know that this is your anniversary. We know that this is something important. We know that this is a celebration. So we got to know this. And that's the level of service we want to um, deliver. We're not the Four Seasons. We're not the Plaza in, in New York or the Palace in Paris. However, you deserve some royalty. And the royalty goes through the first step you get in to the last step you get out. Opening the door for us is automatic. We got to open you the door. Not because we have a bus system. It's just because we got to open you the door. That's the way we do it. Why? Uh, that's the way I believe our clients should be served. And, um, and it goes a long way. And, you know, uh, opening you the door at the end uh, is is something that is automatic for us right now and we we should stick to it. It'll be drafty. Yeah. <laughs> and John, I wanted to add that, you know, all of this was very intentionally curated. So yeah. there was three months before we opened that. We could have opened our doors, but we didn't. We tested. So we brought neighbors and friends and family and friends of friends in and we watched them through the whole experience, just Damien and I, 
um, and gave them a very lengthy survey to complete afterwards. And sometimes we would spend, you know, two, three hours talking with them. Of course, we gave them beers, um, but just to get their feedback on the experience. And we made a lot of adjustments from that. So the tour that we give you for first time customers that came from that, um, just so people can feel comfortable and feel at home in the space and, and feel okay wandering around or finding the restroom. So that's why we take you on a tour between before bring you to your room. Um, the little sand timer for the sauna that also came from that. People didn't want to bring their cell phones in. They wanted to disconnect. So we got an old school sand timer to bring in the sauna. Um, the wet bathing suit bags we did not have before. Someone had suggested that. Um, the small reading lights next to the massage chairs so you can see the remotes. I mean, so many um, little things. And, sure. and, you know, from the feedback that we've gotten, that intentionality has really um, come across in the customer experience today. Well, what what you're describing is what separates a place from being merely good to being great. It's that extra 10% type of stuff that, that not everyone does. And the fact that you took the time to, I would call it beta test, what you were mm-hmm. doing and, and get it fully dialed in before you're asking people to part with their money to do it. Um, because, exactly. yeah, you need you need that to be exceptional. And I'll tell you, the tour was phenomenal. I couldn't wait to get in there. I'd, I'd scoured your website. I'd read everything I could about it. And I was stoked to get in there. But even just the tour was really illuminating for me and explaining why you want to do the sauna first and then maybe rinse off. And then you get in the bath. There's a whole kind of sequence of events that's going to optimize for people. And, I mean, I'm sure people play jazz and do it differently if they want to. But I yeah. I don't know that I would necessarily recommend that because – the way that you lay it out, it feels very intuitive, but nothing that intuitive just is birthed into the world that way. It takes a lot of tweaking and nipping and tucking and getting it exactly right. And that's what I hear you describing to me, which is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is such a new experience for everyone, right? Nobody has been to a beer spa before, at least right. a beer spa like this. Um, and so it was really important that we really take our customers by the hand and guide them through the whole thing because nobody knows what to do. You step in here, you could have, maybe you read the website, um, but still, you don't know what to expect. And we don't want people to feel uncomfortable with that uncertainty. The reason why people read the website in such details because they want to know, like, what's the process? What should I be doing? What should I wear? What's the expectation? Yeah. Because you don't want to do something awkward or weird or, you know, you want to feel like you're in your element, Right. So For that's sure. yeah. why we in, intentionally curate the whole entire experience and make sure from the time they walk in the door, we are guiding you by the hand through the whole entire thing. So you don't ever have a moment of, oh, crap, what should I be doing? I, I know you've done this now a 100,000 times, but I think we would be doing a dereliction of duty for anyone who doesn't know what the beer spa is like. Take us through that experience. When you walk in the door, what happens? What can you expect? How does it go? So if you would take us through that, I think that's enormously valuable for anyone who hasn't been. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the first thing is you will always have the door open to you to, for you by one of our beer therapists. Um, then we'll check you in at our reception desk. And so part of that is, of course, having you fill out a waiver. We get your ID and we issue you an RFID card, which gives you access to the beer wall. Um, so once we go through the check-in process, we will bring you over to our self-serve beer wall. We have 10 different taps. Um, six of the taps are dedicated to our partner brewery of the month. So we rotate. We have a different partner brewery, local craft brewery on tap every month. Um, so we have six beers from them. And then we always have a cider, a gluten-free beer, a red wine, and a rosé. 50% of our clients have never used a self-serve system before. So we always go through an explanation on how to use it, as well as the beverages that we have. Um, we show you the complimentary snacks, the charcuterie boards that are available for purchase, as well as our honesty bar, which has non-alcoholic drinks. Most people have never heard of an honesty bar. It's kind of a concept that comes from boutique hotels. So you really just, it's a free fridge. You grab whatever you want from in there. Nobody's stopping you. And then you just report what you took when you go to check out. <laughs> Um, so we explain all of that. Has, has that worked Hopefully. out for you? Like, has that been okay? You know, or, or has anyone taken liberties? It's, it's half and half. Like, I don't think we're losing money on it, right? Right, um, sure. But we have definitely missed, we've been, we've been missing a couple of beverages. But at the sure. end of the day, um, you know, it doesn't cost that much to us. And I think just giving that trust to the customers makes people feel great. And honestly, right. the people that forgot, it's because they took a kombucha 
three hours ago. Now they've had a couple of beers they're checking out and they probably even forgot more than them intentionally not being honest about it. Well, sure. And you walk um, out a different person too, because we, and we'll get to the process here, but we also added a CBD bath bomb to our beer bath because we were both yeah. sore. I mean, we, we do orange theory, so I'm sore all the time. And mm-hmm. so showing up, we're like, no, we definitely need that. And we walked out totally refreshed and I, I felt entirely different. So, but we'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so after we show you how the beverages and snacks work, we will assign you a seat in our tap room. We have these really fun conversation starter cards um, that we added because I noticed a lot of couples were coming and they were spending the majority of their time on the phone. So we wanted to encourage people to connect you know, maybe you've been with this person for 25 years. There's not much to talk about anymore. You're with each other all day, every day. Um, so these conversation stories have been really fun, and we've been excited to see people. Um, people have told us that they've learned new things about their partner <laughs> that they, you know, didn't know, and they've been together for 10, 20 years. So that's been really exciting. Um, and the tap room, you know, you hang out there, you check in 30 minutes early, and then you hang out for 30 minutes in the tap room. That's really intentional so you can ease into the experience. We have had people that were running late and that get there right before their appointment time. Um, and they don't have that time to relax and separate from what they were just doing in the outside world. Um, and so you really need to come early to start having a drink, start relaxing, um, you know, just enjoying the vibe of the tap room. Um, and then at your appointment time, one of our beer therapists will come and grab you, um, give you a tour of the space so you know where the massage chairs are that you'll be using later, where you're going to cool down after your beer therapy room session, where the vanity area is that you can freshen up afterwards, and of course, the restrooms. Um, the worst thing, you know, you don't want to be halfway into your appointment, need to use the restroom, and then be wandering around in a robe, not <laughs> knowing where to go. Right, right. Um, so we make sure we, we point all the key places out. Um, and then we bring you to your room and your private beer therapy room. So these rooms can accommodate one or two people at a time. Um, and we do a brief orientation. So the room is private. It is yours for the hour. Um, and starting July 5th, that will be changing to 90-minute sessions. Oh, that's going to be um, huge during- be- because, seriously, yeah. the 60 minutes, it flies. Um, yeah, you're, absolutely. You're in there. You're having such a good time. and. It's very clever the way that you indicate that the appointment is over. So I'll let you share that. But man, that happens and you go, Oh, wow. Okay. That's too bad. So yeah. I, <laughs> I think you left earlier. You left earlier. I was actually, <laughs> I realized that I came to you and I say, Hey, is anything okay? Because okay? <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> well, you know what? And as I told you, we're parents. So we're used to just getting like we get ourselves ready very quickly because if we're waiting on one of us as we're all trying to like get out of the house, we messed up, right? Because (laughs) if our kids are ready and it's like, hey, let's go, what were we doing? So we're always ready. We're always on point. So yeah, when when it was time to end, we go, all right, let's just get dressed and head back out there because we had to go pick them up from the babysitter too. So yeah, so that's on us. That wasn't on you guys. Yeah, well, well, we do appreciate you being conscious of the time. You know, not everyone is like that. We sure. do have to knock on the door every once in a while when we're like, okay, 15 minutes, 20 minutes late, 30 minutes late. Okay, what? The tub must be completely drained by now. What are you doing? Right. Now? And, and, and you're, yeah. I mean, you're setting back the chain of events that happens after that. And as you guys are fully booked, sure. that, that's got to present its yeah. challenges. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, so, well, yeah, that, that's the point that we can, uh, of course, talk about. But, yeah. yeah, so... So, the- for the room, um, how it works is the room is private, right? So, at the end of the day, you can do whatever you want. And maybe your second, third, fourth time here, you want to try a different sequence of events. But what we suggest, especially for your first time, um, is starting with 20 minutes in the infrared sauna. Um, I also want to preface this by saying you can wear a bathing suit or your birthday suit for this entire experience. Um, the birthday suit is the preferred method because the more your skin can breathe, the more benefits you're going to get from the sauna as well as from the beer bath. Um, but we do have friends that come together, you know, people that are not romantically involved. Yeah, platonic so. friends, yeah. sure. Yes, exactly. So completely up to you. Um, so you'd start with 20 minutes in the infrared sauna. So infrared saunas are different than traditional Swedish saunas. We use infrared rays that are a naturally occurring ray of the sun. Um, and infrared rays only heat objects. It does not heat the air. So you'll notice that it's not as stifling hot in the sauna as it is in the traditional sauna. Um, but the infrared rays penetrate your body and increase your core temperature by one to two degrees. So what that does is you work up a sweat really quickly. You oh, detox. big sweat, by the way. Uh, it, the big sweat. 
sweat okay. just it pours <laughs> off of you, like lit ribbons of sweat, just yeah. rivers. And and you're going, how is this happening? Because again, you're right, the air isn't that hot. And so, yeah. like yeah. in in saunas like that, or if you've ever been in like a Native American sweat lodge, like the yeah. it, it's hard to breathe. It's not hard to breathe right. in the infrared sauna. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I'm not, I can't do traditional Swedish saunas. I feel like I can't breathe. It's too hot in there. It's very uncomfortable for me. I last five minutes and I'm running yeah. out of there. Um, the infrared saunas are great. I mean, you can, it's, it's more comfortable and you actually sweat and detox more than a normal sauna. So that was really a no brainer for us. Um, so that's step one. Step two is a quick cold shower. So it's the scariest part of the whole thing. Um, but going from the hot to the cold and then back to the hot afterwards is really great for your circulation. Um, so we have a beautiful shower, a rain shower head. So we suggest to quickly douse yourself in cold water. Um, we do have little cup holders in the shower. We call them shower beer holders. So you can, of course, enjoy a little shower beer while you're in there. Um, and then you're going to end with your time in the beer bath. So the bath is not filled with cores, although that would be appropriate here in Denver. Um, <laughs> and as, as, a, as a native of Golden, Colorado, I appreciate the shout. Well done. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but we infuse, it's a giant tea bag that's filled with hops and malt that we get from our brewery partner of the month. And so it always aligns with one of the beers that we have on oh. tap. So. Um, for example, we are with New Terrain Breweries, our partner brewery of the month right now, and the hops and malt that we're using is from their Rambler, which is their amber. Um, so it's always great, you know, being able to drink the beer and then smell the aromas from the tea bag and seeing that similarity. Um, and then we have an in-house herbalist. And so she comes up with a different herbal addition for the tea bag every month. So um, we've used fenugreek seeds, fennel seeds. Um, we're using hawthorn right now. We'll be switching to eucalyptus. So um, really depending on the season and what we're trying to accomplish, we'll incorporate these other herbs. So it's a therapeutic herbal bath. It is not a hot tub. So it's not at a hot tub temperature, which we always need to tell people. Sometimes, you know, they'll get in and they'll expect a hot tub. And that's really not what we're offering here. We want people to be able to sit in the bath for the duration of, you know, the 30 minutes, 40 minutes that they're in the bath. Um, hot tubs are, you know, pretty uncomfortable sitting in it for that long. You always have to get in and get out, and then you're not getting those benefits from the herbs. Um, and then we also don't want to break down the vitamins, nutrients, and antioxidants in the herbs either. So much like you shouldn't really boil water when you're making tea. Once we go over that 100-degree threshold, you're really not getting all of the same benefits um, from the herbs that we have in the tub. So that's why it's a little bit more uh, mild of a temperature. And then you'll know your session's done when the tub automatically starts draining. So that took a lot of engineering to figure <laughs> out this automated drain system. It's probably one of the trickiest parts uh, of our whole build from an engineering perspective, because obviously this filling and automatic draining system for hot tubs does not exist. <laughs> right. So did um, you have to develop that custom then? Correct. And, and is yes. there, it, I, I'm sure this is proprietary, but um, is there any insights you can give into how it kind of works? So it's a proprietary system. We did partner with Kohler. Um, so they nice. were, you know, a really big supporter of us throughout our entire build. All of our um, plumbing fixtures inside is from Kohler. They actually donated that uh, clawfoot hot tub or clawfoot um, tub that we have in the tap room. Right. Um, and so they did help us with the filling component of that. Um, because all we do is when you check in, we push a button outside of the door and the tub fills automatically. It stops when it gets to the correct height. Um, and then there's a timer incorporated and the rest of it is really proprietary. Um, so we have to really engineer it ourselves. And that was important for us. So there's beer spas in Eastern Europe that have a giant red timer on the wall, which is the least relaxing thing. Um, so we did not want this countdown timer because then you're panicking. You're like, we only have 10 minutes left. Um, so just, that is not just like this, this looming hand of God just telling yes, you, like, exactly. you are going to get out of the tub. And it's like, I know that. It's a lot like yeah. watching NFL football and they air those promos for 60 minutes and you go, oh, good. My yeah. week is over and now we're going to talk about politics before I go back to work yeah. on Monday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we did not want to go the timer route. Um, we've also been to other um, like hot tub type places where they'll knock on your door when your session's done, which is also like not very relaxing. That's a little also jarring. Yeah. Scalable. 
Yeah, or reliable, right? Like, what if I forget to knock on their door? And then also, um, you've noticed that, you know, with the bubbler going in the tub, it's really hard to hear. And so a lot of times, you know, we do provide room service in the room. 50% of the time, they ring the bell, they'll run back to their tub, we'll knock on their door, and they won't hear us knocking on the door to refill their drinks. So the knocking method, you know, was not great. So it was quite a hefty um, investment to create this automated fill and drink system, but it really just allows our operations to be a lot more seamless. Uh, Agreed. The, The tub drains pretty quickly. How fast can you fill it? Yeah, so it takes about 15 minutes to okay. fill the tub. So we had to upsize the water line for our building. Um, so part of our build-out was upsizing the water line. Um, we obviously have pretty hefty water demands here with four tubs. They're about like 140 gallons in each tub. And we're wow. filling, we have 25 appointments a day. So we go through a lot of water. Um, but then the drain is all, you know, it's a gravity drain. So that just there's nothing you know, sucking the water out or anything. Um, But yes, it drains fairly quickly. Um, So if anyone does feel like sitting in the tub for a little bit longer, I mean, before long, the water will be out of the tub. Yeah. What's remarkable to me listening to you describe this is there are so many different kinds of demands in starting this business. Engineering Mm -hmm. demands, customer service experience demands, partnerships with breweries, partnerships with other... Uh, entities, uh, publicity, customer service, uh, dealing with your online component because your website has a lot of copy on it. There is so much involved. So, I mean, I, I can't do the math on this quickly, but you said, let's call it 15 hours a day. That's more than a hundred hours a week. So, um, (laughs) that's, I, I mean, that's like, presidential campaign chief of staff levels of workload, (laughs) Uh, um, And so I'm curious, when you conceptualize this, and what is both of your backgrounds? Just before you did this, what were you doing? Yeah, so Damien comes from a a sales and marketing background, and we complement each other so well, which I mean, and honestly, we wouldn't have been able to do this, you know, if it was just one or the other. It's it's really a team effort. Um, So Damien comes from online travel. uh, Online travel, mostly uh, focus on Mexico and the Caribbean. So I had a lot of fun traveling down there. Uh, And that company actually, and uh, the one I was working with, teach me a lot of customer service. They were actually customer service before being a travel company. And the service is always great in Caribbean and Mexico. So really, I think, sourced myself with that type of services. And then I ended up working in New York City for boutique uh, travel slash experience company uh, in a ha- very high end. So perhaps you would go and, and see a Broadway show instead of just going to uh, see a Broadway show, you would have dinner with a cast before the show, oh, wow. then going to watch on the getting orchestra seats and see the casts on stage and you just had dinner with and then uh, and then owning a backstage uh, wow. with the cast. You just had dinner then you just saw on the stage backstage taking pictures, Thanksgiving, parent, Christmas, relating. So telling you a bit more about the background of sales and marketing and and the customer service here. This is what I got. This is what I'm bringing here at the beer spa, uh, which is very important. And uh, Jessica and I were very bootstrapped. Uh, So all of the launching campaign and everything that went prior to the launching was just Jessica and I. Wow. And Jessica, what's your background? Yeah, so I come from an HR and recruiting background, so okay. quite the opposite of Damien. Um, so I used to work for an IT staffing company, and so I you know, quickly moved up the ranks there. I've done everything from recruiting to managing our New York City office. Um, I've built uh, internship programs for for- Fortune 500 companies. Um, so it's, it works out really well that Damien is sales and marketing. I'm HR operations. Um, and then so many other things complement well. So Damien's an extrovert. I'm an introvert. Damien is very <laughs> high level strategy. I'm very detail oriented and analytical. So, um, wow. you know, we're, we were able to cover really all of the bases that we needed. And a lot of the things, uh, you know, when I actually started my own, uh, executive personal branding company. So after I left 
um, you know, the IT staffing world. We traveled the world together for 14 months and I started um, a company called Boutique Resumes. So I did executive level resumes, cover letters and LinkedIn profiles. Um, I did some copywriting as well. So all of the copy on the website was written by me. Um, and then, you know, Damien did the whole launch, you know, email marketing strategy for our launch, our social media. Um, we just hired a, a company to take that over for us, but everything um, had been done by us. And thankfully, from our experience, we had most of the, the bases covered ourselves. Boy, I, well, it's it's thorough because, yeah, the website is intuitive. It's comprehensive. I mean, like there's a long list of FAQs, which is terrific. Someone like me, I, I do all the research beforehand. I am in my group, the, the trip planner. So I will do all yeah. the research. I'll figure out where we're staying. I'll figure out cool things to do. Um, I handle all that. So I dig that. So I like to dig into that. And there was a lot to chew on there, which was really, really helpful. I'm curious, in these three months that you've been going, uh, what have been the major challenges? What What have you learned that uh, have been hurdles or maybe potholes that you didn't anticipate? Any Anything like that spring to mind? Yeah, I would say never taking for granted what you know and what you teach your employees. I think that even if I show them four, five, six, ten times, I got to be here for them to still uh, having them, well, empowering them, but being able to help them as much as I can. Because at the beginning, I was like, well, I show you five times. What? <laughs> why should I come why on? Show you six <laughs> times, you know? Right. Um, and I think it's such a new concept, and and the level of service that's we are trying to stick to is so there's so much pressure behind that it can feel very intimidating for employees so uh, i think the most challenging part for me personally was not employees management but the way i trained them and how it should be delivered and not taking this for granted it's like okay he should know from now and then i check and it's not it's not there. So um, so I think that's my most my most changing part. Huh. Yeah, and I think maybe and I would have to agree. I mean, I think just you know, Damien and I have this vision and trying to um, you know distill that into our employees sure. is very challenging. Um, we have very high standards for cleanliness for customer service and making sure that, you know, we are not going to be the ones there every day, you know, cleaning and taking care of the customers. We need to make sure that all of our employees adhere to those standards and, you know, not just because we say so, but because they want to, because they see the value in it. Um, that's been the most challenging thing. And a lot of it has come from, you know, maybe this is poor planning on our part, but, you know, we were like thinking that we were going to run the business ourselves for the first six months, right? Like we were like yeah. thinking that we'd have a normal ramp up period that we'd quickly <laughs> get busier over time. We were even like, yeah, we'll see what day is the slowest and maybe we'll close one day a week. <laughs> um, and in part, I'm, you know, because of Damien's great uh, launching plan, but we, I mean, our website crashed multiple times the day that we opened for bookings um, open the booking system. Yeah. Like we have been booked. I am not like kidding. This is not an exaggeration at a 100% capacity every single day since our grand opening day. Um, and so with that, you know, we noticed we opened the booking system two days before the day that we were open for business that's or two right. weeks, sorry, two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. And we quickly realized that we can't do this alone. We're going to need some employees. And so we you have know, two our booking two booking per minute for 13 hours. <laughs> um, so our, it was for a small business, you know, we're not Amazon. We're yeah. not, we're not those big brands that have millions of dollars. We had zero door marketing and two booking per minute for 13 hours. Evan at 3 a.m. is like, what if he's drinking do? whiskey while booking this? <laughs> That had to be unbelievably gratifying though. Just like you, you put yes. this out there and you never yeah. know when you're birthing something into the world, it's like, is anyone going to care? Right. And then yes. you, yeah. you put this out there and everyone's like, yes, why, why has this taken so long to get to my life? Right. Yeah. So like finally at long last, this exists. I didn't know I wanted this, but it turns out I very, very much do. Yeah, you're completely right, actually, because most of the time before, you know, 
yeah, before even the construction, like we were waking him in the middle of the night. Like, do you really think people like, need a beer by their life? <laughs> and you know, everything is signed. Everything is about to get started. It's like, do you really think people are gonna have gonna need a beer spot at 3 a.m. in the morning? It's like. Oh, yeah. shit. Are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we um, doing? Are we making the biggest mistakes of our lives, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, our, our recruiting process started two yes. weeks before our, you know, Holy opening crap. day when we were fully booked. I had not written any job descriptions. I didn't know how many people <laughs> we needed. I mean, there was no planning on the recruiting side of things, which, you know, I should have known better, I suppose. But... Um, so I ended up, you know, I interviewed so many people within four days. Like, I didn't know if they were going to work. I was kind of like, okay, they showed up for the interview. Like, they, they don't have any other jobs because they didn't even have time to put in two weeks notice, right? So I really needed yeah. people that were, like, unemployed, readily available. <laughs> so we had one, like, a four-hour training session for them the day before our grand opening day. And we're like, okay, well, I hope you're ready. Tomorrow we're opening and we're fully <laughs> We're doing this with live so, ammo here, kids. Okay, no more practice yeah. rounds. This exactly. this one's for so, real. We have actual customers coming through the door. Wild. Yeah. So that was, I think, our biggest challenge. And so we didn't actually have time um, for our first employees to do a proper training. Um, we had obviously not developed a training program or anything like that. So um, that has been, I think, overall the biggest challenge is, you know, there's that famous quote, like, you know, having a a startup is like jumping off of a cliff and building a plane while you're on your way down. <laughs> we have been at full throttle, like a hundred percent booked. And now we're, we're just trying to put the pieces together to like, hold, you know, hold the plane together while yeah. we're on our way down. Um, because we, you know, we just didn't expect to, to be this busy. So there's a lot of things on the back end that we're having to organize now, like inventory management systems, like employee handbooks, all of these things that, you know, in retrospect, maybe should have been done before, but we were still in that, you know, startup building phase. So, so I think that's been the biggest challenge. And, and I would, I would like to add that the beauty, the, the, we were overwhelmed with love and support and the first day in business, I remember there were lots of fires, but no one saw them. None of the customers saw them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually, sure. as you mentioned at the beginning of the conversation, we actually really made sure that we have a system to clean the rooms or clean or rooms are perfectly clean, actually, or all of the team have a huge flashlight and a black light. I mean, we are wow. serious about sanitizing and everything. And so we had all of those systems in place. The only thing was like, we're missing the stuff. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, so at the very beginning, I remember the first two days, I was not only bringing people to their room, but in the meantime, helping to clean mm-hmm. and we're, and, Jeez. and God knows we are on our knees most of the time. Uh, but you know, we would forget sleepers and towels. And I remember that at a certain point, I forget the timer. So the, the tub would drain when the people were in the sauna. And then I would get us like, uh, there's no water in the tub. Like we've been in here for 10 minutes. But, <laughs> but I've got beers. And so most of the time, uh, the love and the, the overwhelm, it was overwhelming in terms of support and love because no one gave us a hard time, even if Tawa were missing, a bathrobes were missing, because we told them you can you can go and grab beers with your rubs, but you don't have rubs. So how do you grab beers? Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. not in Germany. You cannot run naked everywhere. <laughs> uh, so uh, so that was that was changing in terms of like physically changing as well. Like wow, this is nonstop. And when yeah. people tell us, well. If we get better and less intense, well, no, because we're fully booked as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you triggered me to think about something interesting. D- do you ever have any problems with people being inappropriate here, like whether they're in the spa themselves or emerging? Have you, have you had any issues with inappropriateness from customers? Like in a sexual way or sure. in a like, behavior way? Yeah, uh, either way. Um, I mean, people showing up either already intoxicated or... Uh, you know, doing sexual things or emerging, you know, naked into your (laughs) lounge tap area, anything like that, because I could see where some of that might be a concern given the nature of your business. 
Yeah. So surprisingly, we have not really had any issues of people being inappropriate, um, you know, to other guests or coming out naked. Um, certainly we do room service now, right? And so we'll, we'll ring, they'll ring their bell. We'll come over. We'll get their tumblers from them and refill their beverages. So, you know, there's been a few occasions when someone didn't fully close their robe, I think unintentionally as an employee is grabbing the tumblers, but, but yes, nothing. Um, we have had people that, you know, ate an edible and decided to go into a sauna. Like I, that doesn't even sound like that would be enjoyable. And of course, yeah. Who who is that for? Like literally that sounds like if you want to ruin an experience, ruin both the edible and the sauna, that sounds like a good way of doing it. Like, let's eat an edible and go into a really hot, tiny box. Like, wow, that sounds terrible. Yeah. It's a bold so, strategy, yeah. Cotton. We'll see if it pays off for them. I know. So, so yes, um, we have, you know, and of course, we're in Denver. So, you know, someone ate some mushrooms before it came in it, coming in here. Thankfully, nothing too bad happened. Right. But as they were checking out, you know, they told us they should have had more mushrooms before going into the massage chairs because of the light show on the skin. So, you know, you get some of that. Stuff, but nothing, nothing crazy. We, we, we have a few t- uh, tipsy people coming in and we keep an eye on them. And, you know, we have a strict rule on every 32 ounces we check on you. Uh, even when right now you ask for room service, you know, the sauna can really, really harm you. I mean, yeah. if, you know, if you're really uh, not into the mood of relaxation and yeah. <laughs> looking at <laughs> getting shit back here, the beer spa is not a place to get, and pardon my word, uh, like, very drunk or almost like sheet face. I'm sorry for the words, but uh, we're, we're on the relaxation. internet here, Damien. No one cares. Okay. Literally, it's fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, this is a TV. And, and with my French accent, it's even better, right? Uh, so, um, <laughs> so you know, it, it's it's we had a few other people that went tipsy, uh, or even a um, few people that were celebrating something very important in their life. So we really make sure that we keep an eye on them. Some people always say, all right, you need water. So we really emphasize water. We, snacks. you know, snacks. <laughs> oh, yes, snacks. They love snacks. That's good. <laughs> uh, so, no, we, we, we try to keep every, everyone safe as much as we can. Now, for the other, yes, for sure. So let me tell you a bit more the history about the building. It's a 100 years old building. In 1904, it used to be a manufacturing company that was doing clothing. And then no records until the 90s where it used to be a club called G-Spot. It was a swinger club here. Ah. Uh, and, and then it became a veteran club where they were playing cards and gathering together and then became a church that was called the East Side Baptist Church. So I guess they wanted to clean the scenes on the wall. But let me tell you this. Yes, some people like to have fun during their privacy in their room. Uh, so sometimes they book a date night and it's a very date night, but it is what it is. We don't judge. People are here to relax, to have fun. Uh, and you know, there is, in the 90s, it was a, a very exclusive club, so I'm sure the walls can talk to people. <laughs> if, so, and if the walls uh, could talk, certainly. Um, that's remarkable. I mean, I think what you're describing is you have privacy to yourself, but you're not running a bathhouse. No. Yeah, exactly. It's right. not a bathhouse. And ever. our clientele has been very respectful. Oh, yes. You know, we haven't had any any issues with, you know, people being inappropriate or rude. I mean, for the most part, we haven't really had any customer complaints. Um, so, yes, it's a very, you know, it's it's a polished environment. It's definitely not a, a bathhouse type of environment. No, certainly. And everything is well-appointed. Everything is very clean and in its place. I, I walked in and... I mean, the scents alone in the tap room are just delightful. And you go, okay, I am in a spa now. And like, it's exactly what you hope it's going to be when you walk in. Because, you know, not knowing anything, you walk in, you go, what is this going to be like? Is it going to be weird? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, am I, is it going to feel seedy? But no, it feels like it's like an elevated experience. Me having read everything, I had, I had no, I had no worries about that. My wife who'd read a little bit less. She's like, okay, I don't know what to expect, but. We showed up. She was immediately put at ease, and God, we had a great time. It was. Uh, she said, "We need to do this again. We need to come back." And I said, "Absolutely. We're going to talk about it." And I go, "Wait, I have a platform, and I'm talking to the founder who showed me to my room. 
uh, may, <laughs> may as well ask him directly if he wanted to come and talk about it on my show. So yeah. really glad that you, they, you having us. absolutely really glad you guys did that. Um, now's the time on the show when we do plugs. So where can people find the beer spa online in real life? How do they book anything you want to plug? Do it now. Our physical location. So we are located in Denver's Five Points neighborhood. So we are on the corner of Downing Street and 30th Avenue. Um, it's right at the end of the light rail as well, which is awesome for anyone living near light rail. So you don't have to drink and drive. You can just hop on that and head over. Um, so online, our website is very easy. It's just thebeerspa.com. So we are very fortunate to have that domain name. Um, and then on all of our social media channels, it's just at the beer spa. So pretty much as simple as it gets. What's remarkable to me, sorry. What's remarkable to me is that you had that handle available for all platforms. That doesn't always happen. You know what I mean? The beer spa, Mm -hmm. so simple. It's just the beer spa. Phenomenal. Like, you know exactly what it is. You know what you're getting into. It makes it easy to find. Damien, I cut you off. What were you going to say? No, no, you can as well call us, text us. Uh, we're in Eugene Text. If you feel like chatting to us and just saying, hey, hi, hello, <laughs> uh, you can text us. We'll have a human behind answering you sometime just five minutes after. But uh, yeah, we're really into making sure that we can uh, book you uh, through text, fun, uh, online is as well very easy. And uh, or even just coming by and say hi and, and just booking, uh, booking your appointment at the front desk. Yeah, and you can always swing by for the tap room and our zero-gravity massage chair. So wow. you do not need an appointment for either of those things, especially people that live in the neighborhood. They'll stop by and have a drink and do a 30-minute massage. Um, but then our beer therapy rooms do book out and fairly far in advance. I think our next weekend availability is July 4th. Um, wow. So the July 3rd is completely booked now. And then same with um, after business hours, we do not have any left. So there's no more appointments in May. And in June, we do not have any appointments left after business hours or on the weekend. So it's just like uh, weekday mornings are available. So we're, we're already out into July. So um, it's definitely advised to book well ahead. God, that's phenomenal. Well, it's easy to understand why, having been through this experience, I absolutely delighted in it. 10 out of 10, highly recommended, and I cannot wait to do it again. You guys have been crushing it so far. I'm so happy that this gamble, that this dream has paid off for you, and I can't wait to see you all again in the beer spot. I wish you guys nothing but continued success. Thank you so much, John. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you, John. See you soon. And that'll do it for episode 292 of the John of All Trades podcast with Damien Zouawi, Jessica French, co-founders of The Beer Spa. What an amazing concept. What a phenomenal time. 10 out of 10. Highly recommended, as I just said, but had to reiterate it here. Check them out at thebeerspa.com. On socials, it's at The Beer Spa. If you're on social, hit up John of All Trades. That's at J-O-A-T pod. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Pinterest, and Instagram. Facebook is the only place for exclusive episode previews. Those go up typically on Mondays of each week. New episodes drop on Wednesdays. Available on podcatchers everywhere, including iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Leave us a rating, leave us a review, hit that subscribe button. The John of All Trades podcast is a production of Deft Communications. Check out Deft on the web, D-E-F-T-C-O-M dot U-S. I do training, content, engagement, and podcasting. If you have PR needs or communications needs, I'm your guy. Hit me up. Our sponsor is 4Degrees, the number 4, D-E-G-R-E dot E-S. Anything you're doing online, 4Degrees can help you do it better. Whether you're building a website, online marketing, social media advertising, or trying to reach a group of people that need to hear your message, 4Degrees can target it and then deploy it. The number 4, D-E-G-R-E dot E-S. I'm out of here for this week. Sorry it was a little bit late. Memorial Day kind of threw me off, but I'm back here next week with a brand new episode. It's a good one kind of health related too as you might argue this one is with one of my favorite new people i cannot wait to bring it to you so stay up with john of all trades and until i hear you again say good night gracie that's good johnny